Hello everyone and welcome back to The Great Beyond. I'm your host Shelby Rose and today I want to do sort of an open mic session where I just talk about what I'm up to, how I've been doing, uh, you know, everyday stuff. Just talk, checking in. And you know, of course I invite you to come check in and comment down below. Tell me how you're doing. We can talk about it next episode. So how am I doing? That's a big question, right? How, how am I been doing? It's a complicated answer in all honesty. You know, I'm about three, four days sober now. I've completely quit uh, weed and I've quit alcohol as well. It was something that I had to come to terms with that, you know, some people might be able to perform uh, restrained abstinence, but I need to perform complete abstinence. And it's a tough thing to accept that I cannot handle substances like that, that it's not good for me, that I end up falling back into the same patterns with using and that nothing good comes of it. With that being said, I have to admit that I'm feeling a lot, a lot better just within the short couple days that it's been. Um, You know, mental clarity, motivation, and energy is coming back. I was sort of just unmotivated, kind of depressed, like borderline depressed. Um, Overall, I just feel better. I feel more productive. I feel better about myself. I feel proud about myself for being able to hold off for this many days because at first, the first couple, the first two days were the toughest because I wanted to just immediately to go back and fall back into the same patterns, man. And yesterday was something, man. Like, I'm not going to lie. I came really close to just giving it all up and downing another, what, half bottle of rum from our fridge, but I didn't. I didn't do it. And it took every ounce of restraint that I had to get past that moment because it was a moment of absolute frustration in the midst of, uh, I don't know what the exact term for it would be, but kind of having flashbacks, I guess, having memories come up that were traumatic in the nature, and it was in the midst of cooking, and I just wanted to give up altogether. I wanted to throw the pan, I wanted to grab the bottle and just down it. But I had to remind myself that, hey, you're working hard. You've been working hard to keep this sobriety, and it's not coming easy. It's not going to come easy, but you got this. Just hang out, take a second, listen to some music, whatever you need to do, and you'll get past this. In other news, um, you know, I something that I've been wanting to do for some time now is come out to my cousin about being transgender. Uh, he's pretty pretty positive on the LGBTQ community, and I wanted to. I need a good support system. I need to start building a support system for that and for my substance abuse uh, recovery. I'm not going to lie, I felt pretty awkward asking how I came out. Or I, I asked a question and then I came out to him, but overall he took it really well. You know, he had a lot of questions and naturally people are going to, but he overall recepted it pretty well and wants to, you know, meet up and talk about it more. It was sort of a quick conversation, just, hey, you know, I wanted to talk to you about something. Hope you, I can confide in you that we just keep this between us for now. Um, and he took it really well. He, su- he said he, he got my full support. Whatever you need, you want to sit down and talk sometime, let's do it. I think that was the biggest hurdle yet to face, is coming out to someone that knows me personally, that's known me since I was born. Because it's one thing to come out to somebody that's known you for a couple of years. You know, I, most of the people that I've come out to, it's only been a handful, but majority of the people that I've come out to have known me for th- two, three, four, five years at most. And my cousin, he has known me my entire life. He's known me as the person I was before I came out, and he... It's always a scary thing, is how is somebody going to rece- receive that knowing you from the past? And he's like, you know, if that's what you want to do, cool. Uh, that's how you feel, cool. Uh, whatever you want, just let me know and I'll refer to you as that, yada, yada, yada. 
The next thing is coming out to other family members before I come out publicly. And it's kind of a it's kind of a tough situation because the next person I thought of was my aunt, my mom's sister, and her husband. Uh, and they, from what I understand, my aunt is kind of the same boat as my mom, where the older she's gotten, the more conservative and hard she's become about certain subjects, and that includes LGBTQ. Um, but I feel like she's more tolerable than my mom. Uh, at least, you know, with my cousin, he's atheist, and they've had a they have their disagreements, but overall she tolerates it. She, it's not really a huge matter that ends all conversation there. It's like, okay, you believe in this, I don't agree with it, but, you know, I'm not going to stop caring about you. Now, my mom and dad, on the other hand, is something more iffy because my, uh, about in, well, it was either February or May, uh, my, my fiancé, admittedly, kind of uh, outed me to my parents, and I was upset about it for a little while. I'm not really upset anymore about it. It was just sort of uh, in the heat of an argument, hey, you need to know this. Um, it was during a moment of crisis where I was brung home due to having a suicide attempt, and my parents were freaking out. They didn't know what to do because I wasn't conscious, and there was a huge argument because I apparently texted my fiancé to come down and get me. They didn't want me to leave. And she was trying to explain to them that the texts were, you know, of course there and that I had texted her to come get me, but they didn't want to hear it. Um, she said a couple things. Uh, you know, she was remaining respectful. They were the ones that were not. And some things were said. She, one of the things were, that were said by her was that I was transgender and my parents did not receive that well at all. They, uh, to say the least, called her psycho. Um, and granted, it wasn't a good time to say that. It was in a moment of crisis, and they were freaking out. But all together, you know, it was not a good situation. And I know their opinion pretty apparent from past uh, experiences where they voiced their opinion very clearly about what they thought about that the community. And it was. it also needed to be said because this is the reason why she's feeling that way and try to commit suicide. Altogether, I don't know what to do about that. Um, you know, it's it's kind of a tough situation to be in, and I know a lot of other people have, are in similar situations or have been. I'm fully prepared to accept, or I've already accepted, I'm fully prepared for the day that I tell them and they reject me and tell me that they don't want to talk to me anymore, yada, 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 that sort of thing. I'm fully prepared for that. I've already come to terms with that, and I'm okay. It's just, I don't... I don't know when that day is going to be. Preferably, I was wanting to wait until I started HRT and got in the system for that and all of that good jazz, get independent with insurance because I'm relying on my father's insurance currently. I don't know how that works in terms of seeing medical records and seeing um, you know, what, what it's going towards, the insurance is going towards. I don't know how that works. I don't want them to look it up and be like, oh, he's going to, she's going to Planned Parenthood to for whatever reason and it's regular basis like what's going on or they cut me off and then screw me royally because I'll be in the middle of HRT treatment and that can actually kill you um, if you suddenly stop taking your medication or what be it. I also don't want to just out of the blue say yeah I'm using your insurance to do HRT without your permission even though you know, they said I, it's, I'm on their insurance until 26. By then, I should be able to have my own insurance and be completely independent that way. I just, I'm not at that point yet where 
I can afford insurance on my own, especially the one that we have, which is really, really good um, in terms of that treatment anyways. You know, I think in all honesty, if, if it comes down to it, I'll just, I'll have to figure out how to pay out of pocket and I might have to pick up a second job. Um, but it, in the long run, I think it'll be worth it. I think that the happiness outweighs the cons that are perceived. The last step, I think, would be coming out publicly, which I'm not too muffed about. I used to be pretty concerned about it. It's just I have things I need to take care of, such as coming out to my parents and coming out to close family. That way it's not completely catching them off guard. But as far as coming out publicly, I don't think I'm not muffed about it too much anymore. You know, I used to be scared of, like, what if they don't accept me or what if I lose a lot of friends. I've already lost all my friends because of past problems. This is nothing coming close to what... um. I've lost them because of. At this point, I, you know, I don't care. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. I'm overall happy. And this is the happiest I've been with myself and with life in a very long time, if ever. It used to scare me. It used to scare me to pursue happiness at the expense of possibly being rejected by others and losing external validation. I'm happy with my life, I'm happy with my choices, I'm happy with my fiance, I'm happy with somebody that supports me, I'm happy with my support system that I have now. I'm happy, and I'm not going to sacrifice that now. Now with that being said, my happiness at the expense of others is a different story, because, okay, so my fiance teaches band, right? She teaches high school band, she teaches marching band, and tonight they have a football game which the band is playing at. Now, I want to go and show my support for the kids. I want to show support for her, but I don't want to go as dead name. I want to go as Shelby. Now, here's where the trouble is, is because where she works is a very conservative um, county, to say the least, and might not be received well by one, the audience, and two, her employers. This is where the trouble comes in because depending on how they react to the situation, she could, they could just say like, hey, we don't want you here, or she could lose her job. In which case, I'm pretty sure that's discrimination. Um, not entirely sure, but I'm pretty sure anyways. And I don't want to cause any trouble, but I also don't want to give in to, give in to transphobia, essentially. Now, I'm not going to dull myself down for somebody else's belief systems and make them comfortable, period. That's not what I'm, I'm never going to do that ever again. But when it comes to somebody else's main stake, um, in this case, I... I have to reconsider things. I have to put my pride away for a second. Here's another thing that I thought about is giving giving a message to these kids that it's okay that, you know, that with the education in the school system, there's a whole different issue with that in which kids are not allowed to express themselves the way they want, in which case a lot of kids are opening up about being a part of the LGBTQ community and want to express that in school systems. And the school systems are not allowing that. Now, my fight with the education system is something different entirely. I'm not going to get into that in this episode. It's just, I wanted to talk. And that is something that deeply bothers me that I want to address at a different day. But for now, we're going to table that. That'll be a different episode, probably, most likely. But I think that about wraps it up. Today's a short episode. I just wanted to talk a little bit, check in, let you guys know how I'm doing, what I'm up to, that sort of thing. I want to thank you for listening. If you enjoyed today's episode, if you've enjoyed every other episode that I've put up so far, make sure to follow, leave a like, and definitely comment how you've been doing as well. I'm interested. I'm genuinely curious, and I want to respond to these comments in later episodes like this. So make sure to comment, make sure to follow, make sure to like if you like all of this. Um, and I'll see you here next time on The Great Beyond. Remember, you are not alone.